buying and selling real estate, it can be a tough business to navigate. Sounds like you need some friends in the know. For instance, two longtime Twin Ports real estate professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAM. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Rodney and Gary Callagher here from REMAX Results. Today and most Saturdays on KDAL from 12 to 1 on Saturdays. Gary, good afternoon and how are you? We're great, Jim. Good Saturday afternoon to you and to everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, so uh, another beautiful, beautiful week up in the Northland, huh? It's just unbelievable. I'm, I'm just... Uh... You know what's coming, but uh, yep, we don't have to talk about summer. such things, <laughs> right? But yeah, it it's just it's so nice when it's when it's so nice. Yeah. So, uh, so we've got uh, this time of year. Everybody knows it's it's uh, very very busy. Yes. And um, I actually heard uh, in the KDL morning show earlier this week where they were talking about the interest rates and how they had fallen to a record low. Um, and they said it was 3.008%. And I immediately called them up and said, oh, no, it's lower than that locally. Um, at 2.375, I think, is what we were talking to Brian Bement about last week. So, um, But rates are national. And uh, when they when they pull different areas of the country, I guess sometimes they come up with different ideas, huh? Yeah, they do. There's there's different uh, programs that people have, you know, and, and some of it are for refinance. That's going to be a different rate. But uh, but yeah, Jim, this is this is really got to be one of the big stories of the year. I know I've said that a few times, but I I still think it's going to be is that this this mortgage interest rate stuff is uh, uh, it's just historic times that we're in right now uh, for people wanting to purchase. Uh, I know the rates as of Friday were. 2.75 for a 30-year conventional and 2.625 for a 15-year. And uh, the FHA and the VA are a little bit higher. They're both, I think the VA was 3%, and the FHA is at 3.25, so they're a right. little bit higher. But, uh, yeah, you can't uh, – uh, we're, we're not going to get – are we going to get better, Jim? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, are we going to get better rates? I mean, Isn't the Fed borrowing the money at zero? <laughs> right well that would be nice wouldn't it well but, i mean uh, aren't they borrowing i mean when the when the fed puts the money out there for for the the big investors to lend um it, what is that what is the rate that those investors get to in turn throw it back out to the public saying 2.375 well that's the overnight rate the, the right. mortgage interest rates are are pr- pretty much uh dictated by the 10-year treasury bond and that's that has been just as low as as i have ever seen it it bumped up a little bit this week but uh uh you know that that has been hovering right around you know a half a percent yeah and uh, you know like i said i thought it was at zero yep yeah well you know when when we were um uh, going into COVID back in March, and as we got to the end of March, there was a publication regarding real estate, and it it, it was how are we going to tell when we're starting to recover? You know, the housing market starting to recover, and one of one of the things was that the ten-year uh, 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 no, Treasury note was going to be around one. Yeah, and it it hasn't hit one since. 
And uh, as a matter of fact, it's went down and the real estate market has been booming. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, these predictions are what they are. They're predictions, right, you know, yep. somebody thinks they know what what's going to happen, but you know, like us with these interest rates over the years, you know, we just, you just don't know. And, uh, but we are, here we are at the time that we're in and right here, right now. And it's like, my gosh, you know, these are just people that are buying homes right now are getting great rates. People that are refinancing are getting great rates, Jim. And, and uh, uh, nationally, it might be a little bit higher in some markets, but uh, locally here, it's they're under 3%. Yeah. Except FHA and VA. Right. Yeah. Well, and when and when we do sell that house, um, a lot of times we run into some last-minute snafus, and I don't know what you call it, but I call it Murphy's Law in real estate, which to me means if, if something seems like it might go wrong, well, you better look at it like it has gone wrong because it probably will. And I wanted to talk about one of these transactions that we're trying to close uh, we were trying to close it this last this last week, um, but it's been pushed to this following Monday. And there were a couple of things that were interesting, um, and I wanted to chat about them. Now, is this a single-family home? Uh, this is a duplex. And a it's duplex, in okay. Yep, so it's subject to rental uh, licensing. Um, and the, the Is this in Duluth or Superior? It's in Duluth, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's in Duluth. And, and uh, there, was a, there was a wall that had been in a it was a brick wall um i'm sorry block wall and it it has been in a little bit of a issue of decay from uh a little bit of um water issues that happen in in block homes commonly in duluth and superior uh and it had been passing the city licensing inspection for rental for I don't know, this guy's owned it for like 14 years, I think. So that many, and this year, um, he got notification that they wanted him to, he, they wanted him to clean up the wall, the one particular back wall. And um, that has been done, but before it was done, and this is, I'm just bringing this story around. Before it was done, um, the appraiser had been there, and I happened to be there when the appraiser was there. I told him, because I wanted to tell him that, the city had required him to get this fixed and they were going to get it fixed. What shows up on the appraisal? Uh, and long story short, when we were supposed to close last week, the city of Duluth had signed off on it and said everything was fine. So we figured we were done. But now the mortgage company wanted to have their own say on it. Um, and we finally did get them to sign off. But alas, too late to close. Um, so we pushed it out to um, this following Monday in order to get that wrapped up and just to kind of take a a step back and just 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 make sure that we get everybody satisfied and everybody on the same page before we try to push it through because you know when you, when you and you know this Gary but I'm just trying to tell the public when we try to push things through a little bit hard which is what we did it ends up in the end to bite you a little bit and uh, people can get frustrated thankfully that's not the case um, nobody has got the pressure to move or anything like that. It's one investor selling to another, but yeah, it's just, uh, going back to Murphy's law and should have saw it coming better than I did. We've been delayed and, uh, I don't like to get delayed. We all like to close on time. That way everybody's super happy, but, uh, we're working around it, but man, this real estate gig, it just, it hasn't changed in 35 years, right? There's always things to come up. 
you're always going to have issues. We, we try to head them off at the pass, right. but there's always something that can throw a curveball. And it, it, if it, if it's meant to happen, it will. But, uh, these, the last minute snafus are really some of the most difficult that, uh, you try to deal with, uh, at any time. Right. Yeah, and on this particular one too, I just this was an interesting one. I've have I haven't had this happen to me before. So when people get a mortgage, and this is this investor got a mortgage, and the mortgage company ordered the appraisal, like I right now it's probably like six weeks ago. Somebody dropped the ball and they didn't pass on the order to schedule the appraisal. And uh when the when the mortgage company asked inquired to the appraisal management company why the appraisal wasn't completed yet they came back and said because we've been trying to set up an appointment (laughs) we've been trying to set up an appointment to get in there and the the agent or the agency isn't responding and when they told the, the the mortgage broker that he told me and i just about lost it you know, because they had only made a request to show this duplex the day before. <laughs> so they dropped the ball and then they tried to throw it back into me. You know, just kind of strange. I mean, I just think that when things like amazing mistakes happen, people make mistakes. I make mistakes. You make mistakes. Man, just admit it. Don't try to set up somebody else. It's just kind of frustrating when that kind of stuff happens, but... It's, it's all weird right now to me, you know? Well, like I say, these, these things happen, and sometimes it's it's hard to control, especially, yeah. uh, you know, when you have so many people to deal with, you know, when you're dealing right. with buyers and sellers and appraisers and inspectors and right. mortgage companies, title companies. There's, there's you, you try to, to cover your bases as much as you can, but inevitably something... Right. Uh, something can go wrong it 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 and a lot of times they i shouldn't say a lot of times but there are times when things just go haywire yeah exactly and uh, we just have to deal with it and and i will say this jim the the delays that we have in closings are some of the most frustrating for people because uh you know when 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 your closing date is set people make plans they change utilities over they've got their their, their packing done and and uh it's uh it's, it can be a very frustrating thing. Yeah. And so this uh, one being a duplex where nobody was moving in or out, we didn't really care if we made it. So, but yeah, everybody's busy. The appraisers are busy. Everybody's busy. It's just like, well, you know, mistakes are going to happen when you're so, so swamped. So anyway, um, we're coming up on our first break here, but that's one of the snafus of, uh, one of the most recent snafus of the closing, but we get through them, right, Gary? Yes, we do. All right, folks. You're tuned in the Twin Ports Real Estate Show and hang in. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronning, Gary Callagher here from Remax Results. Gary, why don't you shout out your phone number there so people can get a hold of you? Folks, you can reach me at 218-390-0615. Yeah, and my phone number is 218-348-7653. All right, so Gary, turning back in on this local market here um, with these interest rates, it's it's I, I've been telling all of my clients that for the past four or five years at least, 
um, since we first started coming out of the recession, I think, the beginning of the spring all the way up through mid to late July would be very busy. And then it might kind of settle down a little bit. And then maybe it's going to be picking up again shortly thereafter. That's exactly what I've witnessed. So we, we hit about, I don't know, maybe July July 12th or 13th or something like that. And it just seemed like poop, the, the, the lights went out for a while. I think everybody's on vacation. And then this week, I don't know about you, but this week, everything for me just blew up. I mean, people are coming out of the woodwork again. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. Same thing's going on with me right now, too. Yeah. I've been, since July 4th, I've kind of been just like sitting around, but uh, not sitting around, but it's been slow. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but now this last week, it's like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> yep. And uh, it could be the, you know, the end of the season rush. People are looking to get in. One of the things, though, Jim, I think that is different this year than in years past is typically you saw a, uh, midsummer rush because people if they're going to move their kids are going to go to school and they want to get the, get all that settled uh they don't necessarily have to close on their house by the time school starts but at least they know the address and what school district they're going to be in but i think that's changed this year because of covid yeah and and i think the unknown i mean i think just within the last 10 days or so we've just found out what the, the school district here in duluth is is uh, you know, planning for their kids. And I think there's been a lot of unknown uh, with with this particular issue is, well, are kids going back to school? Where are they going to go? How, how is it going to be? And I think there's been a, just a, a, a lot of, of like, well, what do we do? You know, uh, you know, even if we live in the, in a, in a school district that we want to be in, um, it's not necessarily the kids are going to go back to school. And there are, some parents, Jim, that they're not going to send their kids back to school. Oh, yeah. And they're that's one of their options. Go. They're yeah. going to do the distance learning. So so I think you've seen a little different um, buyer mindset this year about like, hey, we got to get in the house before school starts or we at least have to have a house because. Yeah, that's, know, that's it. That's it. We have to have a house. Happened. We're not going to teach our kid out of this apartment again. I, I heard that one time. <laughs> you yeah. Know. You know, so. Uh, I think that's been a little different this year, but I do think that the market has, has like you said, picked up here all of a sudden and uh, uh, be interesting to see how long it lasts because, you know, we're coming into the uh, the election season. And, uh, Where are we I ever? I think this will be a, uh, an election unlike anything we've ever witnessed. Yep, we've and... got a new vice presidential candidate announced and all kinds of stuff is moving along. So how that impacts us on, on uh, the real estate market, Jim, I don't know. I don't know what to expect, but uh, uh, could be an interesting uh, uh, fall selling season for us. Yeah, and you know, you, you were saying you you know you add in the the COVID year, and that's you know that's still an unknown too. I mean, what is gonna what's gonna happen over this winter up in our area? Um, I I just I get the feeling that. What, how we feel about COVID around here is not the same as how they feel about COVID in, say, California, where it's, you know, or New York, you know, where it's going so or rampant. Or Australia. Yeah, or, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> wow, yeah. I mean, it's just, um, yeah. It's. I actually had a, I, I had a buyer that I'm dealing with right now. I hadn't met with him yet, 
um, he had uh, he wanted to look at a property and put an offer in on it, and uh, we had to we had to cancel temporarily because he's positive. So I'm really? obviously very glad I didn't get a chance to meet with him. But so th these are just everyday things that couldn't hurt and occur, you know. And yeah. uh, any day in the middle of a, you know, you or I could go down too with it. I mean, once we once you once you catch this thing, you're done. You're home. Um, and hopefully you're home, you know, you don't want to end up in the hospital or stuff, but man, it can certainly upend everything that you've got going on, you know? And, um, personally, what do you, let me ask you a question. Well, let's say that we have a, you have a closing coming up and it's going to happen on a Friday or something. And Wednesday you find out that, you know, the buyer has, has tested positive. I just wonder that hasn't happened to me. I don't know if it's happened to you. How does that affect the closing? Um, will it occur? Can they somehow sign? Um, yeah, like any ideas? Yeah, well, I think it, it has to be a remote situation, you know. They, you know, we but somebody still has to be there. I mean, are they gonna, the, these virtual closings or online closings? Um, if they have to sign something in front of a notary, I would think that would that, that might be an issue. But. Well, it, it could be. And the other thing, too, Jim, is the uh, severity of, of how somebody gets sick. I mean, not yeah. really one of the big things with this COVID is like it's a, it affects people differently. And some people get it really severely. One of our agents' son-in-law had it, and he was in the hospital for 31 days. Um, wow. My, my, my youngest daughter had it, and she lives down in the Twin Cities, and, and she caught this. She was really sick, for, but, but it was only about four days and uh, where she was really sick. But uh, uh, so it, it's affecting people differently. So, I mean, obviously, if somebody gets it, you're quarantined. You can't, you know, you're shut down. But, but boy, we haven't experienced that to where it's happened and, you know, right before somebody has to close on the house. So, really, I don't know what the answer is to that. But uh, I would hope that it would be able to go forward. Um, right. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a good question. It's just, it's kind of uncharted territory where we are. And if, if we kind of mushroom with, um, you know, more positive cases, it's, it's going to definitely change, um, for, for all of us for the worse again, you know, so fingers crossed, knock on wood and everything like that. But yeah, the COVID thing has really made everything different from, schools to life in general uh yeah no no doubt about it and uh uh let's just hope we we get through this and they don't we don't go into a shutdown mode again because i'm not sure how people are going to handle that right and uh, uh we can all just just kind of tiptoe around this and tiptoe through this and uh um you know make it through to the other side <laughs> i i mean I, I, what else can we do Yep, there you go. I, I, I will say that the uh, showing properties, um, wearing the mask, uh, you know, keeping your hands clean and sanitized and in, in our business, it, it's become, I'm not saying I'm a dirty person, but, you know, I've washed my hands a lot before, but it's kind of become second nature to me to just have that, have the mask on now. And I don't, when I got to tell you, when I first started wearing the mask, I felt really restricted personally, and I'm, I'm like, I know this is in your head, you know, um, but I've kind of calmed down now, and it, it was just weird at first, and I think now I'm used to it, and um, I do like the fact that, you know, all agents and all buyers that are going through anybody's house are, are masked up, and um, they are, 
you know, taking care of uh, um, not only themselves but respecting the the properties that they are entering, right? And I've had I've had several virtual showings too, so it's it's um, very interesting how the business has had to change and how we have changed. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, sold more homes this year, sight unseen. People just making offers right. subject to an inspection than I've ever sold before, and. Uh, uh, so that's kind of a new phenomenon that we have to deal with. And, uh, and how is that? I mean, that totally, when you do that, and I've done that as well several times, that's another layer of responsibility. You know, I mean, you're working for a buyer client. They're not seeing it. So you're their eyes, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, you really gotta, you really gotta give that advice out to them. And I know that you do. And, it's just you're you're really you're really alive in that when you're when you don't have the buyer with you and you're looking at a house for them. Well, it's it, <laughs> I've done this a few times over the last couple of years, and I and it, the uh, uh, I, I, I'm I'm really uh, glad that we have our our phones, our you know, because of the video and the FaceTime right. and that type of stuff. It 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 helps a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but, if this but would have happened in the thing, '80s, there's no way we would oh, be. Yeah. No, that's that's a, that's a tough thing. But the one thing, Jim, about remote buying that you can never um, take the place of is that connection with the house. Yeah. Um, you know, they walk in, they smell it for the first time, they feel it, they 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 have that vibe about it. That's the one thing you'll never get, and and so far. I know that I, I've been lucky where, you know, being able to describe to people and, and give them the experience through video and, and my input and that type of stuff. It's been, it's been a, a pretty, pretty decent experience uh, with people that have to do this. But the scariest one I had was last year when the guy, it was, it was just nothing. And he had never been here. He'd never been to Duluth. He was moving here for a new job and he yeah. lived out on the East coast. And, uh, uh, I once we were through the inspection. I said, you know, you bought the house, and you're not even going to be here for almost another month. But when you get here, it's your house, and I hope you you understand. And he he did. He was comfortable. Yeah. And when he got here, he 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 was okay with everything, you know. But uh, yeah. hopefully, he loves the so house, just, right? Just, yeah. Just one of the things we're dealing with. Right. So um, now. Let's uh, in in your world uh, when you're showing houses, do you find it that there's there's a little bit more inventory to bring to the buyer? Because at least that's no. what I'm finding, you know. No, no, I I'm finding it very people are okay. Um, Maybe I'm in lucky price ranges. <laughs> <laughs> well, I listen that that one ten to three hundred price range is just the hottest market out there right now. I yeah, mean, there's no getting around it. And I still think that there's there's volume of buyers out there. I think it slowed up a little bit, but and I've got some stats we can talk about a little bit later. But the, listen, the uh, uh, the supply of houses that we have on a per month basis, it's still uh, you know just over two months, and it's it's been that way for quite some time. And when when you when you break it down into different areas, like you know Duluth, for example, when you look at Duluth, um, uh, Duluth has. Uh, less than a two month supply of houses. I mean, it, it's a, it's like a, a month and a half yeah. supply of houses for just the city of Duluth proper. And so, yeah, I still think it's, it's a good market. It's still active. And the, the, the availability of 
houses that people want that meets their needs and wants and all that stuff. I, I still think it's limited. I, yeah, I don't disagree with that, but maybe – how about I put it this way? You know, I um, sold a house earlier this week in, in Duluth, and um, when we found out we were in multiple offer situation, they said, yes, there's, there's another offer. I said, only one? And they said, yeah, only one. <laughs> you know, that, that was the big surprise for me. It was like, oh, well, I thought there'd be like four or five, you know? Yeah, um, yes. And then it was nice that uh, we actually won on that on, on that one there. So, um, And that buyer still did um, go significantly over the, the list price, which I felt comfortable with, too, um, based on the list price of this house. Uh, and, you know, she, she, got the, she got her dream house, and... Uh, it's going to turn out beautiful. Well, congratulations. That's good to hear. Yeah. So, any so we were talking about um, this closing issue that I had earlier. Have you have you run into any snafus um, as of late that you can share with our audience? No, I've I've been pretty. It's been pretty uneventful for me. Where we like uh, that. There there hasn't been uh, too many snafus. I like to stay on top of things and. And, uh, but isn't it sure isn't it so true that even if you're like the most on top of a guy, and I know you are, man, you can still get sideswiped by something. Sure, you know, there's um, no there's no question about it. Yeah. It's it's uh, something always happens. You can't control you can't control the whole system. You just can't. No. And uh, there's always something that that can go wrong. And uh, but we try to limit yeah. it and, and keep it safe. I try to not only limit it but talk about it. <laughs> now here's possibly. You know, blah blah blah. You got to give people scenarios so they understand where they're sitting now and where they're going to be sitting in a couple of weeks. I think that that kind of communication um, makes for a really, really smooth transaction. Even if you run into some snafus, like, and I'm, I'm I mean, a snafu might be like something that is uh, that comes up that has to be fixed on an inspection that's way unexpected. You know. Well, but but here's another one. I don't yeah. know how much time we have left. Uh, we got but, another uh... two minutes on this segment. Okay, um, and this just happened this week. A buyer, out-of-state buyer, he had, he had uh, bought a house up here and uh, was coming in. We had an early Monday morning closing this week, yeah. and uh, we had all that rain over the weekend. Oh, yeah. And this was one that had to have uh, the lateral line fixed, and so the, the yard was full of dirt and stuff like that. And so I'm, I'm all this rain is coming down, and I'm thinking, boy, I, I, we have to be up at this house at like 8 a.m. Monday morning for the final walkthrough. And the guy's driving in uh, from Missouri, and uh, uh, and I'm just thinking, I hope there's no water in this house. <laughs> and, you, and, and there was, you know, and, and and we got up there, and uh, he jumped out of the truck, and I did. He goes, I hope there's no water in there. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and I said, I was thinking about it last night too. So we went in this house, and uh, boy, lo and lo and behold, he went down the basement right away, looked in the rooms, and it was like just very dry there was some little little evidence of stuff but for all the rain that we had yeah he was pretty happy that uh there wasn't there wasn't more water in there oh and you know speaking of that um oh you know what we're at our break when we come back i'll, I'll tell you a, um, a story about um a, a snafu that i had with the rain on this last rain as well so folks you're tuned into the twin ports real estate show and we will be right back Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronning, Gary Callagher here. Uh, folks, if you want to reach me, uh, Jim Ronning, give me a call. 
888-553-3053. And Mr. Gary Callagher, why don't you give us your phone number again? Folks, you can call or text me at 218-390-0615. All right, so um, I, I cost myself some money because of the rain. Oh boy. Um, yep, and we've talked about it on this show, and it's completely my fault. So we have uh, we have gutters all the way around our house, and we have an egress bedroom, um, legal bedroom in the basement, which we don't use. It just was there, um, and it's you know, it, I mean, it's legal. Um, got a window that comes down below grade, window well, and everything, and we've never had any water problems. I put brand new gutter system, seamless gutter system on there, like the first year that we moved in, and. Everything's been fine, but these gutters, where they come and meet the ground, they they are held together by pivot screws, so I can lift up the edge of the gutter, and I, I just tie it off. I put a, a little uh, temporary tie behind there, and it just stays there, and I, and I just tie them off, so I'll go around and tie the gutters up so that they're leaning up, and then I mow the lawn, and then I go put them down. <laughs> well, I forgot to put them down, right? Oh, boy. So we get all this rain. I mean, just, I don't know how much rain we had that one night. And uh, didn't think anything of it. I did notice that they were down or that they were up. And I did put them back down, but it was after the rain. Didn't even think to go in my basement. Well, it happened. All of a sudden, we, we start like, what stinks in here? What is some smell in that house? Well, this morning, my, my wife discovered that that window well had filled up with water and leaked all over that carpet. Um, into oh, the, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. So, we've had a we've so had a, a guy at our house all day long, um, moving things around in there and hauling out a bunch of our carpeting. So I'm sure that my little gutter snafu is going to cost me five six hundred bucks. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. That's no fun. <laughs> oh, and that's just yeah. That's not replacing the carpet either, <laughs> you know. But yeah. Yeah. Everything well, with, with home ownership. Yep. You know, you bring up a good point with these window wells, and, and we see them a lot. Yeah. And, and you know, when, when you have a below-grade uh, bedroom with a window egress and you have a window well, you have to be aware of water, snow, whatever, because if, if those window wells fill up, um, it can be like what happened here to you a not a very pleasant experience and uh and they make covers to put over those window wells yeah and yep. so um you can you can buy those but i see it with snow too i mean you'll go into houses in the middle of winter gym and these window wells are full of snow and and it's it's uh you know it's like well i hope that doesn't leak when it melts next spring yeah i mean yeah i think actually if you if you have that situation you better get in there and shovel it out you know, yeah, I, I, mean, I agree. I think it, you should cover those window wells as much yep. as you can, keep the snow out. And uh, the same thing, you know, you've got, they've got these covers that you can prevent rain from, from going in. But, but you can't secure them because you have to be able to get out. You know, yep. you can put them on and, and cover them to where, you know, if you have to knock it off so you got to, you know, escape, you can do that. Um, yep. You know, it's not like you can go in there and, and put bars on there and bolt them down because that's not right. an egress window. And, uh well, I keep waiting for you to ask me why I didn't have my window well cover on. Well, no, you said it was the gutters. Well, the gutter, yeah, but you... see, that I also didn't have a window well cover. And so what happened was is that the gutter dropped the water right about a foot away from the window well. And it, it, it just was at the same level, and it just filled up. But I had a window well cover on there, but it was 
it got destroyed a couple of years ago by too much snow on top of it. So I just threw it away and I just didn't even think to get another one. <laughs> so here we are telling people what to do with their houses to make sure, <laughs> you know, to make sure that you get the most benefit out of it with the least hassle. And, and uh, you know, you can't, you can't remember it all if you're me, especially. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, live and learn, right? Yeah. Jim, one so. thing I want to bring up, I think it's the time of year that we have to start talking about this. Um, you know, because unfortunately, uh, we're going to start, you know, feeling the temperature change. And then we're going to have football. And, and then we're going to have football, hopefully. Maybe. And, uh, but what happens here in the next, you know, month, month and a half, whatever is we're going to start using our furnaces. And, uh, now is a good time to start thinking about getting that annual furnace tune up. Uh, because if you, if you wait till it starts getting cold, you know, that's when everybody gets busy. So, you know, if you're in the city of Duluth and I believe superior, the superior water power and light, they, they have a similar program comfort system that the uh, city of Duluth comfort systems has where, where you can, you know, they will come out and inspect your furnace and they will tune it up, you know, replace parts if needed. They charge you a fee. Uh, and then if there's a problem, if it goes out during, you know, the winter or something like that, you call them and it's kind of a 24-7 service, you know, that, that uh, they'll come out and, and uh, you know, take care of your furnace. Uh, so, so this is, I think, the time to start thinking about that and, uh, you know, maybe getting your furnace tuned up. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, of companies that do these tune-ups. Uh, and uh, it seems like everybody's, you know, getting in on that game and uh, uh, they do a good job at it. But uh, this is the time of year to start thinking about it, right? And I, I've, uh, I agree with that a hundred percent. And I would, I would add on one thing. I've just seen too many chimneys this year, um, where there has been some frost damage um, towards the top, and and it's it's usually because there's a heat loss. Just like you know, when you you get the ice build up on your roof, there's a heat loss. Um, because things aren't sealed up right around the, the flu or, or, or heaven forbid you, you're running a gas. I had one this year where they, they're running a gas furnace out, um, a clay flu, um, you know, without any metal. And that just creates so much moisture, um, that the bricks just start to expand and crack. So I think it's also a good thing to do is if, you know, go outside and take a binoculars and look at your, look at your chimney really close too, because, those things can uh, can can go, and you don't even realize it if you don't pay attention. So, um, well, time to start thinking about all of this stuff yep. because before we know it, it's going to be cold. We're going to be using our furnaces, and uh, uh, if uh, if, you, if you haven't tuned it up, um, just just an FYI, start to start thinking about that. What I would say too, the other thing is, I wonder how far out they schedule appointments. So. Even if you call them in August and say, you know, I'd like a, I'd like the um, the tune-up, but can we do the middle of September? Um, you know, I bet you they could put you on the list, and then you're you're locked in, as opposed yeah, to right now. They, I think there's not too much of a wait, but the longer you wait to do this, oh yeah, uh, the more the more likelihood it is that, that you're going to wait a little bit. And when you need your furnace, you need your furnace. So it's always better to get get it done when you don't need it, uh, so that it's ready to go. Uh, when you do need it. Yep. You know, the other thing that we did, speaking of the furnace, a couple of years ago, and I'm going to do it again, I think we had, it's, it's every three years. We had our, because uh, we have forced air heat, and in this new house that we have, 
Um, we've had hot water heat for, it seems, for most of our houses. We had the duct work cleaned out professionally. And I would pay for that again, no doubt about it. Um, the dust in our house is, uh, is, is, not, is not nasty. And I, I know that some of the forest air systems, um, you know, you can tell that you look at the top of the curtains and they're all full of dust and stuff, you know, those ducts get really, they build up. So it's a good idea to clean those out as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, it's, uh, that's, a, that's a big issue if you've got indoor, uh, if you've got issues with allergies or breathing, you know, yeah. because the dust that comes out of our vent systems is, uh, it's, it's an issue, Jim. And, and these indoor air environments that we live inside for so many months every year, um, good point, very good point. All right. Well, we got about two minutes left on this segment. Did you want to go through some stats now, or do you want to wait till the end? We'll wait till the end. But I want to I want to talk okay. quickly about um, uh, something that uh, one of our um, uh, local real estate agents that have been with our company, Brock Hansmeyer. You know, if if we all remember what happened yep. to Brock yeah. uh, a, a year ago this week, actually we had a pretty severe bike accident and uh, uh, was in pretty tough shape or he broke his neck and uh, yeah, he was really just bad, wasn't yeah. sure if, if he was going to recover. Well, he's been, he rehabbed, he went out to Denver and rehabbed. He moved, they had to go down to uh, his wife's parents' house in Texas to, to continue that. But, but they came back to Duluth a couple of weeks ago and, and Brock is up and he's walking. He's got crutches that he, that he uses, but he's getting around and he's, he's back in and he's back working in real estate gym. And so we just want to give a big shout out to this guy and the family, everything that they had to go through and endure because boy, we sure, we weren't sure that he was going to, to pull through this when this uh, originally happened. This is a very severe injury that this guy had, but, uh, but he's back and we're really, really happy to see that. I am too. Yeah. I mean, you talk about one of the nicest people on the face of the planet too. I mean, wow. What a gentleman. I've always appreciated him. So, yep. Wow, that's great. I'm really glad to hear that he's up and around so much. So, yeah, yeah. good luck to you, Brock. We love you, man. So, all right, Gary, let's take our break here. Folks are tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and we will be right back to wrap it up with some stats for you. Hey, welcome back to the last segment of the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Mr. Gary Callagher and myself, Jim Ronding, are here every Saturday on KDAL. Gary, why don't you shout out your phone number so people can contact you when they need some real estate advice. Folks, you can reach me at 218-390-0615. And my number is 218-348-7653. So, all right, let's talk about some stats quick. We've got about three minutes. Okay, Jim, this is for the uh, whole market on this side of the bridge, the, the loose side of the bridge. And we currently have 415 active listings and uh, the average list price is 323000 Uh We have sold so far in our, our market 1,121 homes so far this year with an average sale price of two forty three. Now, I don't know if you remember some of the stats we've done recently, but the average list price had been over $400,000, right. Jim. Yep. And to see that average list price coming down, yeah, that's an indicator that the, the prices are starting to adjust themselves. And when you look at the, the median price on the active listings, boy, it's pretty close to the average sale price. Uh, oh, the, yeah. the median price is 260000 So um, uh, big, still a discrepancy between the average sale price versus the uh, average list price, but it's getting better. Uh, when we look at Cloquet, Jim, 35 listings 
active listings with an uh, average list price of $282,000. Uh, Duluth has an, uh, 130 active listings uh, with an average list price of 408. Uh, Hermantown has 27 active listings with an average list price of 417. Uh, when we look at the sold data, Duluth has sold 704 homes this year with an average sale price of $242,000. Uh, Cloquet has sold 123 homes with an average sale price of 192. Hermantown has sold 71 homes with an average sale price of 366. And Proctor, Jim, my gosh, Proctor's having a great year up there. They've sold 36 homes. Uh, with an average sale price of 197. Yeah. Two Harbors, another good market this year. Uh, sold 52 homes so far this year with an average sale price of 225. All good numbers. And uh, I don't know how much time. If we're running out of time, let me know. In uh, Superior, we've got, we got another minute. Yep. In, in Superior, there's 43 active listings with uh, 203,000 as the average list price. So far over uh, in the Superior market, we've sold 214 houses this year with an average sale price of 166. Wow. Now, uh, uh, when you look at the, the sold price, there's 214 sales, Jim, uh, across the bridge. Superior proper has sold 190 of that 214 yeah, with an crazy. average sale price in Superior proper of 155. Yeah, so it's Superior's been, having a good year. Yep, yep. I think that all of our local markets, at least in the right here in this little piece of the Northland, are, are doing really well. I know that, you know, if you get out of our market, you get into some of the more inland, smaller communities further away than Cloquet. I mean, I, I, some of them are struggling, but, man, the, the Twin Ports is still really strong, and that's just great news. So. Yeah. Well, all right, Gary, why don't you uh, give out your phone number, email address one more time here, and then we will wrap things up. Folks, you can call or text me at 218-390-0615. Okay, and my, my number is 218-348-7653. Uh, and email address for me is jimronding at results.net. And Gary, what's your email? Mine is gary.calliger at results.net. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Twin Ports Real Estate Show over the years and years that we've been on here. And we will be back next week, so hang in.